Hello. Hey. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Hi. On coming to America. That's right. That's right. I'm hey. Aliyah. I am Esther Crystal. And like we just said, this is On Coming to America. And today, we are going to be talking about a much requested, but barely understood topic mm, called great point. imposter syndrome. Imposter now, syndrome. You're probably thinking, what is imposter syndrome? And what I'm going to turn, called? I'm going to hand over the mic. To Esther Crystal, tell <laughs> <laughs> so you what imposter syndrome is. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, thank you, thank you, guys. <laughs> um, so just a little background, you know, a little side note, really. Mm-hmm. Um, imposter syndrome actually goes back as far back as 1978. This is important, just so you know, like you're not alone if you do feel this. This is something that has been recognized for a while. It's not as loud, but people do recognize it. Yeah. And major side note, major side note, it was recognized by psychologists that were women. Wow. Women, female, female power, power, you know? You know? Yeah. You know, women, women recognize this. And, but to the definition, imposter syndrome is actually the idea that you're, or you are only successful just due to luck. So it's not because of your talents or your qualifications or anything that you have actually done or put effort in, but more like, oh, she's just lucky. Mm. And so you live in the fear of you being discovered or you coming to the end of your luck or somebody like people discovering and saying, oh, you're just a fraud. You actually don't know what you're doing, you know? And I feel like there are a lot of people that do experience this. So Aaliyah, Mm-hmm. When you moved to the U.S., yeah. did you experience imposter syndrome? Because there are a lot of people that say when they move from one place to another, when they move to a different job, when they change locations, when they change schools, they usually feel this way. So did you experience that? Uh, yeah, I definitely did. Um, but I would say it really only lasted my freshman year. Okay. Um, Especially because I came to college at 16, I was kind of mm. like, wow, everybody here is older than me and they're probably mm. smarter than me, which is not true. Side notes, everybody. <laughs> um, a lot of people that are older are not necessarily smarter. And really? I think like from the secondary school that we went to, because it was such a highly, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Because it was such a good school, after some time, I was like, I got a pretty good education. I'm sure I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, and most of the time, I was right that I knew what I was talking about. So I mm-hmm. knew like something related to what was being talked about. Yeah. So I think the imposter syndrome only really came from um, me being younger than everybody. And you know how in Nigeria, they love to talk about how like younger people are not smarts or like you have to when your elders are talking talking, (laughs) and then somebody's president now say that all the youth should go and work on farms somebody's president we don't work hard enough according to somebody's president we're lazy 
was basically that's where I got the idea that I was not um as good as the people around me, which mm. um which one my grades were not saying that. Yeah. <laughs> so like um I definitely got out of that mentality really quick after my first I would say after my first semester even. I was just mm. like, bro, is this you? Oh, are, these, <laughs> are these your grades? And you, you know like you don't know what you're doing. Um, so that was my experience. It kind of stemmed from age. So about yay. So let me see, imposter syndrome. I don't really think I experienced that. Like mm-hmm. before coming, like the, like doing just research and everything, because I even yeah. had to do research on my own to kind of have an idea. I think. I was more, and I don't know, some people might feel this way. I think I was just more, I'm here now, so what's next? I think mm-hmm. I was under more pressure of, I'm not doing enough. Right. And I, I feel like I'm still under that pressure, but now I just think maybe right now I'm actually not doing enough. But that's, that's, that's <laughs> another day. But then I felt, I felt like I wasn't doing em- enough just because I was coming from a school where we were writing essays upon essays, mm. exams. You have to write essay in your exam. Yeah. And I moved to a place where, you know, I'm now um, doing multiple choice questions, right. barely any essays, barely, like, nobody really wants to see my handwriting. Mm. And nobody really cares, apart from English class yeah. and literature, to see what I'm writing. Mm-hmm. So, and then I was in a business major as well, apart from like maybe proposals, just emails. There wasn't right. really much, a lot of writing compared to, so I was under more pressure of, um, I'm not doing enough mm. and things seemed easy. Right. So the classes I was taking, which everything just seemed so easy for me. Mm-hmm. And like you said, like considering I was coming from, we're coming from a good school so that was probably also it. Like, you know, having a good background, a strong background also made yeah. me feel like, you know, I'm, I'm, but I think I was more under the pressure of, I didn't really have enough room to be like, oh, I'm not supposed to be here. Also right. because like I went through a lot of struggle to be here. So mm. before coming here, I already went through the process of I'm coming here. So I think maybe the only place I would say I felt a little out of place or felt like I wasn't supposed to be there was when I was meeting my family after many years. Hmm. So I just felt like I don't really know these people that well. Oh, you mean I'm only here? Yeah, my cousins. Um, I was like, I'm only here because my mom and my aunts, they kept good contacts with each other. Mm. so my mom my auntie really adores my mom my mom really adores my aunt so that's why I'm here it's not because like you know I'm actually supposed to be here Mm. so I think that was the only time that I felt out of place where I felt like I wasn't supposed to be there but I don't really know if that really relates as much to the definition of because it wasn't really based on my qualifications or talents but it was Mm. more like I wasn't sure based on myself like my personality if I was supposed to be amongst my cousins, like, yeah, they're my cousins, but okay, I might as well be in the US and have totally no communication with them. So I think that was the only time um, that I felt something similar, 
but in yeah. terms of school even in terms of jobs I've always just I don't know I've always just got it gone at things head on mm, um, and I think I think it's interesting that you said that because it might have stemmed from a place of like you having to go through a lot for mm. you to reach where you are so you've kind of like you said you've already overcome coming to a new place before you actually came you already said yes yes, um, yes yes and i think that that's when i would say like both of us are definitely different in that sense like mm. in my mind i was i was just coming here for summer like <laughs> when i left lagos in i think i left in june or july i was like yeah I, i'm going for summer i'll just come back now but like that did, obviously that didn't happen yeah um, and so for the whole first semester i was just like bro am i really here I'm like, <laughs> am i supposed to be here because i would talk to my friends that were in like the uk or still in mm-hmm. nigeria and they'll be doing like a levels or um foundation right. and i'll be like i mean not to like say anything about a levels or foundation but it just felt like I was you were doing, moving a little too far. Yeah, it was like time. I was moving too fast for um myself or like my mm. friends. Um mm. and I felt like I was just in a different mental space mm. than them because yeah. um at least when you're in A levels or like foundation, most people there are your age. Yeah. Most people and you're also like that. you're just now thinking of okay what uni am I going to go to what yeah. college am I going to go to but you're already in college and now you're thinking of what internships what jobs am I exactly. getting exactly yeah like, so it's a whole different yeah even in foundation like people are um I mean granted foundation I've had a lot of stories about how hard foundation and and IB too mm, and mm. IB um and i must say i feel like first year maybe even second year of uni are probably not that hard um Mm. i just felt like the fact that i was in such a different space made me feel like wow um yeah in for a ride girl (laughs) yeah actually i i was actually going through it and there was actually this one specific class um i think it was my I think it was spring semester of my freshman year um mm. i took a you, you know woman lead yeah yeah, yeah. So woman lead is like a what is it now it's like a business accelerator yeah program thing. like it's like a cohort like a program yeah i don't know um, how to explain it yeah i remember when i met you in the um deloitte building yes yeah so um women lead is like a program it's like a business accelerator program for mm. um undergrads women students. yeah um well and, i mean apparently they they let guys join now yeah but. now you have you have to have allies they have to, <laughs> they have to let guys join sure. but um during that class that was i would say that that was my um biggest that was the time where i felt the most um the most like an imposter right Mm. because i mean you don't you have to be a sophomore to be in that class but the way my grades were set up they were like i'm sure she can i'm sure she can do it yeah grades were good um, mm. So they put me in that class, and I kid you not, <laughs> I think there was one sophomore, one second year in that class, and everybody else was either a junior or a senior. So we had this thing where you had to say, um, 
your ideal job and like your major and how everything relates to what you want to do in the future. So I sat down there and I was like, I was like, what do I actually want to do with my mm. life? Because I mean, we can, we'll probably talk about this in another podcast, like picking a major and all of yeah, that stuff. Yeah. But when I tell you I was coming here with nothing, in my head i mean i picked marketing because i was like i want to do business and i think i'm kind of creative so i should yeah. go into marketing mm-hmm. um but i had no idea of anything else i wanted to do actually in marketing so <laughs> there was this whole project based on our major talking about how like you're going to use your major to guess where you want to be in life and i was just Period. like <laughs> <laughs> i was like um okay so um I might as well check Google right now. Right. <laughs> see, if you see how I started making up stuff, I was just like, well, okay, so since I'm in marketing, digital marketing is a hot space right now. I should say I'm going into digital marketing and be adding one plus one and just be adding numbers that don't that don't make sense. But that class definitely made me feel like I did not belong there. And mm-hmm. I think it was because I I don't think I was prepared for that class, first of all, because um, I don't think I was prepared for uni, Did if I'm being honest. Ball. <laughs> <laughs> and so when I tell you, it shocked me. I was it shocked. shocked me. I was just Your like... uni was messy. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't know. It was, it was an experience for me because... I knew uni was going to be a struggle, but I thought it was going to be a struggle in sense of like balancing work and like also wanting mm. to go out and like make friends and stuff. But that class was really that that has been the hardest class for me to date. Um, mm. I know hard in the sense that I couldn't grab the contents, but hard in the sense of I had to look into myself and like use that to pass the class like information mm-hmm. about myself that yeah. i did not know about nobody had ever asked me those questions before so, <laughs> so yeah. i was just like that was an experience for me but mm-hmm. i've been rambling yeah so. but i feel like now i'm thinking of it i think lately i've been having this mindset of Honestly, I'm not supposed to be here because, oh, I'm not supposed to be doing these things I'm doing because my mates are still learning how to drive a car. Mm. I think I've been saying that a lot just because I I haven't gotten my driver's license. And when I see like people around me, I'm like, these people were getting their driver's license at 16. What was I doing at 16? You were right here Um, at the CSC though. (laughs) Like... (laughs) Like, I just see it sometimes. Even now, like, I'm in school, started my master's. Honestly, I don't know half of what's going on. And it's, like, sometimes I'm literally, like, am I still on holiday or am I actually in school? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's more because of, like, the Zoom COVID. classes, COVID. Maybe if I was actually going to school, I'd be more serious. But mm-hmm. it still goes back to what I said in the beginning. Like, I feel like I'm not doing enough. Um, But... I think in terms of imposter syndrome, that that would be the most, um, apart from how I feel with my cousins, that would be the most recent thing. Mm-hmm. Me just like a lot of things I go through. I'm like, guy, I'm not supposed to be going through this right now. Honestly, like my mates are still asking for car, right? right. Like my mates, my mates are still preparing for their birthday so they can drink. 
but I've gone through whole of college right. without even being like of drinking age. Not that I drink or anything, but like if you did that, you never were in college at a drinking age, at a partying age. I mean, people mm. still party, but like you're not really. You can't. You can't even book some hotel rooms without <laughs> having an adult. Like you're, you're not right. an adult. Yeah, right. Like when I'm in states, right? I have to book with my best friend. Like you know, please, you're 21. <laughs> so like, there's just a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you find yourself in those situations, like when I went for the Forbes under 20 scores, I was like, yeah, absolutely. I don't know what I'm doing here. Mm. Um, because yeah, there were a lot be, of those so people. Forbes 20 under uh, 20. Uh, uh, well, uh, <laughs> look at this one. Um, <laughs> but there were a lot of people there. They were talking about their business. They were throwing business ideas around. I'm just like, guy, I don't Like, honestly, I'm one of those people who just wants to clock in to work and clock out. <laughs> Like living a structured life, honestly. Like maybe later in the future we do the CEO thing. But as of right now, I'm not even thinking about startup. And everyone here was like, oh, everyone there was like, oh, I'm doing fashion. I'm a startup. I'm a this. Mm. I'm a that. I have a business. So yeah, like maybe in different situations. When I think back now, yeah, I'll say in different situations. But I'm the type of person who just snaps out of it. Mm. and just gets into it like okay i'm here what's yeah. next so yeah what do we now go um yeah so based on that what would we say are some tips that we would give to people um on how to deal with imposter syndrome on mm. how to move forward from there so the first thing i would say is um learn how to learn how to unfollow people sometimes because sometimes imposter syndrome really stems from you know you seeing people on instagram doing Mm. things um you seeing people on instagram who are supposedly your age doing things that um you are not doing and you're kind of like bro um i wish i could do this i wish i could do that but like first of all instagram is a lie um, I just want to say that. Esther, let me tell you what I saw today. I don't know if you saw it, but there was this post about how like um some Instagram influencers will rent out a um what is it a set that looks mm. like a private jet, yeah. and they will take pictures in there. And it will look like they're in a private jet. Yeah. After I saw that, I said, "I don't finish." It has finished ah, because I'm sure they do that for house too. Like literally taking going into other people's houses. Mm, because it's it's really crazy because you see some things like that and be like, wow, this person is my age. So why can't they I be why can't I be doing what they're doing? Right. Um but it's a lie, guys. I'm just telling if you have that feeling whenever you scroll on somebody's Instagram page, just unfollow them. It's really not by force. It's all a lie. It was all a lie. It's a lie. But what about you? What tip will you give them? So, 